Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. All this time... Deep in the caves behind Bloodsail Keep, our heroes, Butch, Ari, and Falcus have discovered a death knight in the middle of working some kind of blood magic. He attacked them immediately, stating that he needed their blood for his work. The party is fighting back, and Falcus has an arcane torrent ready to interrupt the death knight's spellcasting, but why did he come to this island? What does he want? Let's find out now as we queue up for more Heroic Dungeons and Dragons. Hey everybody, just wanted to jump in really quickly to let you know that the dungeon that we're running uh, is using a modified version of the map of Dangwaru, I think is how you probably would pronounce it. Uh, which can be found in the Tortal Package. The Tortal Package was released by Wizards of the Coast in September of 2017 as a supplement to the Tomb of Annihilation adventure module. Ari, it is your turn. So, um... How big is the fire underneath this boiling blood? Is it like a campfire? Uh, like a yeah. small campfire? It's like, or like campfire style, okay. yeah. So I'm going to cast my prestidigitation to put out the campfire. Okay. Because I don't know if that mist in the room is giving him power. And so if we can cancel the mist, I'm not sure. But I can do it. So we're just going to take out the campfire under the mist. Okay. And then... Um, so that's my action. And it works. It's successful. Okay. That's what I was going to ask. So it says two forms is no action. So that just means I just get to turn into a worgen, right? Yeah. If you like want to turn into a to... worgen, that's okay. totally cool. You do that. So I'm going to turn into a worgen. And I'm going to move within range of him kind of off to the side here-ish. There. Okay. Sure. So can I bonus action... Two weapon fighting, do I have to attack with a weapon to use that, or can I bonus action like a working claw? Because uh, I've I always just done them both at the same time, and I don't know. I'm so used to the the monk style of you can do a bonus attack if you did a regular attack. I, think, I have no idea. I think the, the second weapon, two weapon fighting, has to have a first one to trigger it. Okay. And I that's think, perfectly don't quote fine. Me on it. Yeah, I'm looking I mean, at it here. Two weapon fighting. When you take the attack action and attack with a weapon, then you can use a bonus action to do it. it. Yeah, okay, it's, it's I I just remember from okay. our other game. Um, and I'm, I don't use it enough. Okay, so that is everything I'm going to do for right now. Okay, you transform and you go running yeah. in. Um, you are standing right in front of this guy. Um, as your turn comes to an end. He is going to 
wave his hand to resummon the red shroud around his hand. Now, when he was trying to make Ari and successfully made Falkus feel sick to their stomach to deal damage, that had no components to it. It didn't do anything spell-looking. But when he's doing this, it you definitely get the sense that this is some sort of magical effect. Um, as soon as it happens, um, Falkus is like, now I'm going to do it, and drops Arcane Torrent, sucking a bunch of the magic from his surroundings. Um, I... I was going to yeah. say, we never uh, described on this, like, does it have a range? I think it does, it but I like... It says all... Oh, go ahead. I think it does, but I think that um, for the cinematic... I forgot that, that we were setting up for that, um, and I thought it was a really cool idea, and I wanted to reward you for doing it, and then I messed up by, by like, placing the token in, a, in, like, the wrong space to see it happen. But I'm excited to see it happen, because I think it's a cool ability, and I want you to be potentially successful in using your racial thing that you've never been able to use before. Mm -hmm. um, so I need to roll a saving throw for concentration, right? All creatures within a set amount uh, must make a constitution saving throw DC 10 to maintain their concentration on spells. On a failed save, concentration is interrupted. Okay. I rolled a 13. And you save. Okay, so this creature does a thing that looks like it's a spell and it has a concentration component to it, and you arcane torrent to try to rip his like th his focus away from like the magic that he's summoning around his hand. You see that it causes the cloud around his hand to like whew, wisp in a slightly like windy kind of a way, but he like flexes his fingers and he holds the cloud in place over his fingers and he's still holding this ability, whatever it is. And then I don't have the, uh, the other half of this was regaining, um, basically special use points for my class, but I don't have that class feature yet. So I yeah. don't think I, I don't gain anything from doing this just yet. Just the, the chance that you would have interrupted his. Yep. That's all I, stuff. that's all I, that's all. Uh, I figured would happen. Okay, now it is your turn. Uh, keeping in mind that because he cast um, my... Basically, it's like a vicious mockery ripoff. Um, I don't know if I read it out loud, um, but he was casting Blood Plague between uh, turns, um, causing the target to induce a fever and get sweaty and all that, have to make a constitution saving throw, and if they fail, they take some necrotic damage and have disadvantage on their next weapon attack. Uh, so it is your turn. If you were to make a weapon attack on this turn, it would be made with disadvantage. Okay. And um, as far as uh, sneak attack goes, because Ari is within range, despite having disadvantage, do I still get sneak attack damage? No, you never have sneak attack on an attack that you have disadvantage on. Okay. I, I accept that. Um, I'm going to move just down one just to make sure I have a clear line of sight because Ari was kind of in my, my, my line of sight way. Um, I am going to roll a ranged attack on my short bow. Um, and depending on my disadvantaged roll, I'm going to use my bardic inspiration. But we'll see in a second. I'm not going to use it. I rolled a 22 and a 23. So the 22 is my attack roll. Okay. Roll damage for that. 
damage with seven piercing damage, no sneak attack. Okay. So he takes seven piercing damage. Um, he looks he looks injured, but he doesn't look terribly injured. He's taking he has been taking damage. And is that the end of your turn? That is not. I am going to second wind and gain some hit points back. Okay, roll for it. Second wind for the listeners being a fighter class ability that does the same thing it does for warriors in World of Warcraft. I rolled max, uh, uh, 12 Nice. Feed yourself 12 hit points. Nice. Um, at the end of your turn, Falcus, he used one action for that. Remaining. Yeah, that'll be fine. He is going to cast Blood Boil. I need... All creatures uh, within 30 feet, which should be everybody. Yes, I need everyone within 30 feet to make a constitution saving throw, please. Does the zombie have to make it too? No. 19. Falcus also rolled a 19. Ari rolled a 12. Okay, Ari failed the throw. Everyone else succeeded. You suffer 1d4 necrotic damage. Uh, ooh. Uh, maxed. You deal. Yep. You suffer four necrotic damage. No other effects, though. Oh, um, I forgot about something. Okay, so, Falcus, I need you to make a charisma saving throw for me, please. Okay. Charisma. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Um, as you try to heal yourself with second wind. You see that the red cloud of blood mist around the Death Knight's left hand pulse slightly, and you feel the effect of Second Wind not working the way it's supposed to, and then you stubbornly grit your teeth and stamp your foot and look him in the eye and go, no, man, I am healing this health, and then your healing occurs without any further fight. Um, but he was trying to prevent you feel that he was trying to prevent you from healing. Oh, oh snap. Okay. So now it should be Butch's blood. Oh, and I cast blood boy. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. That was my legendary action. Okay, cool. It is Butch's turn. Okay. So I'm pretty close to this, uh, you know, it's a death knight. So they raise the dead. I get it. So I'm pretty close to this zombie looking guy. I think. I'm positive. Man, I'm gonna take this guy out. He, there's no way Go he's got the got the same um, AC or whatever. I'm also looking. So we've got Ari over here, Falcus over here. If I can go five, ten, I like it's like I want to be within. Um, Hmm, I say I want to be within melee range, but Ari doesn't do melee stuff. I will. Dude, Ari's a wolf. You're a wolf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so no, I'm not going to go, like, around because the way... I'm just getting close enough. So I'm within melee range of both the bad guy, the zombie, and Ari. Yes, now, I'm not going to go any further because that would provoke an opportunity attack from both the zombie and the bad guy. You you could move one more square to your right. Um, you would still be within melee range of them, so you would not see opportunity for that. However, you would be in Falcus's line of sight for firing and would 
interrupt potentially his ability to hit things with arrows. Yeah, we're not trying to do that. Got it. Okay, <laughs> so I'm going to go after this zombie-looking guy. Okay. Here we go with my great axe, which is my go-to. And, um... Because <laughs> I'm raging. Does a 12 hit the zombie? Yeah, it definitely does. This creature is visibly not wearing any armor. He's barely even got a t-shirt on, and he's very slow. So he's not hard to hit whatsoever. So my damage should be 13 plus 2, right? Why? Oh, yeah, because you're raging. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also, my damage should have been 2 more for the bad guy. For the same reason. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with you. So I did 15 damage to the zombie. Okay. Yeah. And it took a big chunk of them out. I mean, I wouldn't describe a creature that's probably very little, um, a creature that can't really bleed as bloodied, but this, if you could, this would be very bloodied creature. Do you do anything else in your turn? Um, my, my bonus actions are used up. Okay. So I'm good to go. All right. Um, the water elemental that you guys freed earlier is I going like this guy. to... Yeah, he's pretty great. He's going to come he's running now. in. What's his movement speed? Oh, he's got plenty of movement speed. We'll be fine. He comes running in and gets right up alongside the bad guy who is now pincered between three different party members um, and try to slam him with his big old watery hands. Uh, but he did roll a natural one, so he is going to miss. The zombie who you took a big chunk out of, who a normal person would be like fleeing in fear at this point, he just turns and looks at you with his dead, like nothing eyes and tries to attack against you, Butch. Uh, but I think a 12 would miss. A 12 so, misses. So yeah, nothing doing. Uh, at the top of his turn, seeing that things are getting pretty dire, he is going to use his action. Uh, he's going to use his action to disengage again, um, and he is going to run away again. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Relatively slow movement speed, being a death knight. And his bonus action is going to be sending in the rune weapon again to hit Butch. Do I want to do that? Is that what I want to do? Yeah, that's it's really the only thing that makes sense, I think. He's going to send the dancing rune weapon again again to, to hit against Butch. Um, a 24 will hit. Um, yep. It says slashing. Why does it say slashing? Because oh, it must have changed it. Okay. It's a sword. Well, yeah, but I based this off of um, Spiritual Weapon, which deals force damage. But I I must have changed it deliberately, so it's slashing. So you'd suffer six slashing damage reduced to three because you're three. raging. I take three damage. Okay. Um, that'll be the end of his turn. Ari, you're up. He's run away from you. What would you like to do? Okay, so navigating through my friends here, how would that look? Because I'm going to... How far away is he? Hold on, I just did this and I forgot. Um... The way that Butch and the Water Elemental are are standing, um, if you were to, yeah, the line you just drew, you would be able to do that. Okay. 
Because I was gonna, I thought I was gonna have to cast Running Form for the first time, but no, I don't have to. So or Running Wild or whatever it is. Um, I'm gonna oh, shoot skis because I don't feel like this zombie has much left in him. So we can take, I can take him out real quick. No, the the zombie looks awful. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. How do I erase my line again? <laughs> I just uh, I'll get it. Okay, awesome. I forgot how to do that. Um. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to step closer to the zombie. So I'm going to be on the other side of Butch. And I'm going to cast Worgen Bite. Okay. So does a 24 hit? Uh, it definitely does. Um, the th- I th- Did you already heal yourself using Worgen Bite? I have not because we did a short rest and so I got it back. That's right. I did it you with the bird, but the we did a short rest. That's yes. true. So you I get got it. Yes. So that's why I was like, "Thank God." Um, so yeah. So I have some some health, and then I'm gonna go ahead and turn to Butch as my bonus action, and I'm gonna touch him and say, "It's time to show them not only that you're large, but you're the one in charge," and give him Bardic Inspiration. Okay, Butch, you've got an inspiration dice. Um, Falkus, keep in mind you still have an uh, inspiration dice from Ari as well. Um, the zombie that you took a bite out of crime on is definitely on its last legs. It's hanging on by a thread. Um, at the end of your turn, what's the range on this ability? Ah, shoot. Okay, I may have, I may have slightly bit myself in the butt there a little bit but that's <laughs> no I'm, I'll, be, I'll be fine I'll be fine 20, if I didn't bite my own butt 35. I'd never leave <laughs> it is going to it sees that Ari is looking the worst of all of you as far as ha- having taken damage um, and probably wouldn't necessarily be aware uh, that you have temporary health because you just took a bite out of that zombie. So he is going to attack using blood plague again against you, Ari. Um, you need to roll on a constitution saving throw or risk taking necrotic damage and having disadvantage on your next I attack. I rolled a roll. natural 20. Yeah, you didn't even feel sick this time. Your worgen, like, inner strength is like, disease? What's that even? And you're fine. That's one... Legendary action for me, and then Falcus, it is your turn. Um, directly uh, to your west, there is a zombie that looks like it should have died all over again. It's just not quite there yet. It's surrounded on almost all sides by Butch and Ari and the Water Elemental, who have just been wailing on it. On the far side of the room now, he's kind of run away to try to not take melee attack damage from three different of your allies, uh, is the uh, the bad guy. The Blood Death Knight. Is this a giant Kraken statue in the middle of the room? Yeah. And so there's no way to really go over it. It's you'd Going have to go over around it. Would be it. tough. There's a, there's space enough to go around it for sure. Well, from the angle that you're looking at, it looks like there's space to go around it. But um, going over it would be tough. And there's no space between the water elemental and the top of this thing, right? I'd have to go the long way around. He's probably about as close to it as you could get. If you're, where are you trying to go? We can figure out from there. Sure. I'd like to move in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if you can see. I want line of sight on this guy. Because right now, I don't have line of sight on him. 
and I want to get line of sight. So that's why I'm kind of thinking is maybe this square here, if I can shoot between Butch and the water elemental. Yeah, so moving up into that space, you would be able to shoot down through them the same way that like I had ruled a moment ago before she decided not to do it was Ari could have stepped through there. So if there's enough space for her to go through there, there's definitely enough space for you to shoot. Okay, great. Then I'm going to move up to exactly that spot that we pointed at, and I am going to aim a arrow at our friend here. Okay. You're going to roll normally. 21. Yeah, 21 definitely hits. That's a pretty vicious attack with seven piercing damage. It's a respectable attack. Too bad I didn't get the sneak attack, though. Sorry, dude. Alright, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, you know what? He's taking he's taking damage a couple of times here. I gotta roll some saves. Uh, that one would pass because it was only seven, and that one would fail. Oh no, wait, when did he other he didn't take anything else? No, he only took damage from the from the from the arrow. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, we're good. Um it's hard to remember to do concentration. That's all. I got to mark that. Okay, cool. Uh, at the end of your turn, he is going to... Are you within range? Yep, just barely. Uh, he's going to try to hit you with Blood Plague. I need you to roll the constitution save for me. Who does? Uh, Falkus, I'm sorry. Oh, and this is the legendary. Yeah, this is one of his legendary moves. Yeah, 20. He, so he yeah, can he, do this at any time. He can do a legendary action at the end of someone else's turn, um, but he only has certain number of them he can do per round. Right. And actually, certain legendary actions cost more than one action to do. Okay. So like, it's like a currency that regenerates at the beginning of each of his turns. Okay. Uh, Butch, it's your turn. <sighs> Alrighty. Now, I'm not going to move anywhere, but I, I, I think that our wolf friend has got this zombie, and I'm looking at the uh, Death Knight, and I'm not wanting him to um, to try to escape or anything. So I'm actually going to... Let's see. Make sure... Ooh, no. Hmm. See, I do so much more damage with a great axe than I do with a hand axe. No, I'm I'm gonna head over. Oh no, if I move I give the zombie attack of opportunity. Only if you move out of his melee range, yeah. So which you would do if you tried to get to the DK. Okay, so I'm not gonna do that. I'm I'm gonna do that. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Um so I'm gonna move. There's five 10, 15. I'm getting right next to the DK, so attack me, zombie, with your opportunity. Uh, he swings at you with an 11, which I'm sure misses. That misses. So, okay. uh, which I kind of thought might. <clears throat> so, I'm going to use my great axe and uh, swing right for the center. I'm looking for the kind of kink in the armor between the, you know, b b between the chest piece in the in the legs okay and I'm gonna use my great axe 
and roll a 13. A 13 misses. Yeah. He is able to parry it with his, he still has his sword in one hand. He is able to just like push it out of the way. The angle of attack was just not right. Do you do anything else in your turn? There's nothing else I can do. I mean, I, I mean, I could move a little bit and disengage. No, um, no, I'm. Mm, yeah, you already used your action to attack, so you wouldn't be able to disengage at this point. Yep. Okay, I'm good. All right. It was a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I have one left. I'm gonna do it. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to blood plague on you. Um, I need so, you to roll. Oh, I clicked the wrong one, but it doesn't matter. I need you to roll a Constitution saving throw for me, please, Butch. Fifteen. Uh, 15 saves. Yeah, you feel this weird sickening feeling in your stomach that I don't think you've personally experienced yet. Um, you start to feel kind of nauseous, a little sweaty, and you shake it off because you're in the middle of a fight and you're in the middle of raging and raging people don't get sick. Right. Um, the zombie... Oh, no. I'm sorry. I skipped the water elemental. The water elemental is going to try to get in around the bottom area of the death knight kind of like crashing through some boxes and things mm -hmm. he punches in i have too many stat blocks up and i keep closing his hey hitting okay so a 20 definitely hits he deals 12 damage to the to the death knight who is wow. really starting to look rough yeah 12 damage is not bad it's nothing to shake a stick at um he's really starting to look rough uh, the zombie turns and tries to attack against Ari, which a 14 would miss. And then at the beginning of his turn, he is going to look at you, Butch, and he is going to say, If only I had your vitality. And he is going to attack with Death Strike. <sighs> Does an 18 hit? An 18 hits. It's okay. slashing damage, though, yeah? Yes, so he deals seven slashing damage to you, which is reduced down to three because of your rage. And he is going to be able to... You watch as he hits you. He draws some blood from you from the hit, but it's not as much as he would have liked for sure. And you watch as the blood that is drawn, it sort of slurps up the side of his sword and then sort of wisps around him in a way that seems to be trying his its best to protect him from you. Um, and he gains temporary hit points equal to twice the damage dealt. So he gains six temporary hit points. That is his turn. Um, and then the blood cultures regains all spent legendary actions at the start of his turn. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, Ari, you're up. Oh my goodness. I'm so stupid. I'm sorry. Ari, you're not up yet. Um, on his bonus action he attacks with the dancing rune weapon against uh, it, it would float forward and attack against um, Falcus uh, it hits an 11 would miss I think right it misses okay cool now it's Ari's turn I'm gonna work and bite the zombie and I did an 8 okay an 8 does hit again oh, this, is does a, hit. this is an unarmored creature that is very slow and having a hard time dodging for four piercing. Okay. Okay. You hit this creature in a way that, like, under normal circumstances, you're like, I'm sure that this is going to be enough to destroy this thing. And as you 
bite into its neck like you you feel and hear its bones crack and as you let go it starts to slump and then it stays standing it's still up okay hmm okay um I'm wondering if we can even kill this team if I'm just wasting my time I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to Worgen Claws my bonus action because I don't want it to have an opportunity attack on me with my health points. So okay. A, a one. It's yeah. a natural one, but with my things, it's a six. Part. So it, a six would miss, but even if it hadn't been, a natural one always misses. Yep. So yeah. Okay. Um, you, you bite into it and you're sure that this should kill it and it resists dying. And then you swipe at it with your claws and you are so surprised that you didn't kill it with your bite that your attack is just poorly aimed and you just miss. Falkus, it's your turn. All right. Uh, a lot of things have moved. Um, I know Butch moved out of range of this runic weapon previously. Will I incur opportunity attack if I also do the same? It didn't seem like anything had happened when Butch did it. Okay. All right, I'm going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then I'm well within range to take another short bow shot at this dude. Go for it. Um, I am going to guarantee my hit. I'm going to add my um, 1d6 from Ari, because I have to do it before you tell me whether or not I hit. Alright, so it's a 19 then total to hit. You made a good decision. You feel that in your bones. You steady yourself for just a second, knowing that you gotta get this right, and you think about how earlier Ari told you you were just really the bee's knees, and you fire off a short bow shot, which lands. How much is the total damage? Nine piercing plus six sneak attack because my buddies are within proximity. So 15 total. Okay. Um, it's a very solid hit. You did a good job. At the end of your turn, he will use his legendary actions to cast Death Strike again against Butch. Constitution? Does a... No, Death Strike. It's his uh, <clears throat> oh, I heal right. myself off of the damage thing. Does a 15 hit? It does. Okay. It was seven slashing again. How about that? Okay, so you suffer three slashing damage, and I gain six temporary hit points. Oh, and I have to, I have to roll a con save for the attack that he did against me, and I... Um, it's 10 or half the damage I took. That's 15. Okay, yeah, so I still concentrate. Okay, cool. And now it is your turn, Butch. Well, I'm not going to let that slide. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to do the same thing with my great axe. This time I'm looking for the kink in his, um, between his helm and his, his, his neck piece. And uh, trying, to, trying to get on his neck. Okay. All right. 12. Um, do you want to do what Falkus did earlier and try to get a little extra from your Bardic Inspiration dice? <sighs> yes. And that's a <laughs> okay. 1d6, right? 
Yes. Yes. 13. <laughs> uh, 13 is not any good. You This time the axe comes in and he sort of just shrugs in a way that moves his shoulder armor like to me a little closer to where it protects his neck and it just catches and he just smiles at you. Uh, he's mocking me. Oh yeah. Would you like to do anything else in your turn? Nope. Okay. Uh, the water elemental tries to punch him again, having advantage because he's right next to Butch. Not that it mattered because I did hit him last time, but I should have been doing that earlier as well. Uh, he rolls a 14, which does miss the DK's armor class. Uh, the zombie who Ari should have killed earlier, but for some reason it didn't take, um, is going to attack against Ari. Um, I think a 22 would hit you. Mm-hmm. I think I, I keep, I've complained about this before, but it used to be set up so that it would roll the damage automatically. Um, okay, Ari, you suffer three bludgeoning damage. Perfect. Thank God for temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, on his turn. Oh, I have to roll to see if I'm con. Oh no, because the 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 water elemental missed. All right, cool. So, um, on his turn, he is going to move the dancing rune weapon back down to follow Falcus and on his bonus action attack with the dancing rune weapon uh, but a 14 I think would does a 14 hit you or, or not it misses it does miss okay cool um, and then he is going to on his action I still have the temporary hit points so I don't want to do that um, he is going to just do a regular old longsword attack, which he hasn't done like this whole fight. He hasn't actually just hit somebody with his weapon. And he still hasn't done it because I think an eight does not meet Butch's armor class. It does not. So all of that occurs. He's missing like crazy now. You can see that his pale face is getting kind of even paler. His glowing blue eyes are... Um, getting more intense in his I think he's not being quite so jovial anymore he's kind of like getting ticked off and he says you will not stop me from finding it um Ari it is your turn okay so I'm gonna try and work and bite this zombie again because I feel like it should be dead okay so a natural 20 okay so we don't even have to roll for this because the okay. thing that was keeping him alive uh, does not help to resist against critical strikes. You Sweet. bite in and just rip the throat out of this thing. And this time it doesn't get back up again. Okay. And then as a word, and I haven't used it yet, I'm trying to go here. Is there enough space between the bad guy and the blood for me to squeak through here? Yeah, it was so it's five feet from the middle of a square to the middle of the next square. The reason okay. that Falcus had a hard time sneaking through the section to the southeast where you guys were kind of clogged was because that area of the cave is actually narrower even than that. Um, okay. If you're trying to squeak through adjacent tiles in that way, um, if there's enough space to do it, then you, yeah, like like that, that, that will work. Okay, perfect. Um, so I think it's exactly 30. If it's not exactly 30, if it's over, I have an ability I haven't used yet called um, Running Wild, where for a turn I can double my movement speed and then I can't use Running Wild again until I don't move for a turn. Right. So if for some reason that's over 30, I'm just going to use that. And then I'm going to bonus action, Worgen, 
claw attack against our little death knight. Okay. 13, which I know doesn't. No, a 13 would miss. You come you come bounding in and you reach up and you slash across its back and your your claws meet with metal but don't pierce. Okay. Uh, Falcus, it is your turn. Alrighty, I'm still within range. I'm going to continue to ignore the sword that just can't seem to hit me. Um, we'll do another shortbow attack. Like so. Does an 18 hit? Yes, an 18 hits. Six piercing damage and six sneak attack. Okay, he is definitely looking seriously messed up. And you guys have him, for the audience's perspective, Water Elemental directly to his south, Ari directly to his west, Butch directly to his east, and Falcus, um, not directly to his north, like directly uh, d- directionally, yes, but there's like a five foot open space between him and Falcus. Uh, but you guys have been surrounded very, very, very well. Is that your entire turn? That is all I'm doing. Okay. Um, at the end of your turn, he is going to cast Blood Boil. Um, it's going to affect everyone within 30 feet, so I need everyone within 30 feet to roll a constitution saving throw, please. Falcus probably fails with a three. Natural 20. Okay. Ari got a 15. Okay, so uh, Falcus suffers three necrotic damage. Got it. Butch, you're up. You've got a chance here, man. This one could be yours. I'm not throwing away my shot. <laughs> not throwing away my shot. I'm just like Pandaria. I'm old, fat, and grumpy, and I'm not throwing away my shot. I'm gonna rise up with my great axe with a 17. 17 hits. Yes. I'm gonna rise up. Oh, oh, oh. With the 12 slashing plus two, because I'm raging 13. 11 slashing plus two. Yes. Okay, perfect. How do you want to do this? Oh, oh. So I've been trying every other nook and cranny, you know, to try to get into that, in, 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 into that, uh, you know, into the neck, into the side, into the whatever. But this time I had to rise up and I went in between my legs and and went right straight up to if I'm not knocking him in half, I'm knocking him at the ceiling. So I had to for, rise up for that. For for clarity, we're going up between the legs and into the or are you like in the chest? Like, how's it? In between the legs. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I had it. So, just, okay, like a, like you're like you're on like you're up at the T. You just give it a good drive and just crunch. Like he lifts three feet off the ground on the force of your weapon swing. Blood gushes everywhere. You drop him. He lands on the ground, and he looks up at you. And he smiles, and with blood spitting out of his face, he says, 
I stood ready. And then he dies. You see the light fade out of his eyes. What about the rune blade? It fades. Yeah, okay. Alrighty. Well, how's everyone doing? And I start to settle down. Focus, how you doing? Feeling alrighty. All right, all right, all right. That's my that's my saying, honey. Um, Ari, come here, boy. Come, come here, girl. <laughs> I'm gonna transform back into myself after that comment, but um, and just kind of I'm, I'm, I'm scratching your ears, and then you transform. <laughs> so I'm just like got my ha- hands, my paw tangled in your regular hair, <laughs> and uh, then we have this. Then I, I look at the water elemental and I um, I bow deeply. Um, th- th- thank you. I don't know if we could have accomplished this victory without your help. He doesn't say anything in response, but he does raise one of his big watery arms and points. He doesn't have fingers, but like he's got a big bulbous thing on the end of his arm and points it at you. Fist bump. I give him a fist bump. (laughs) He seems very pleased by that and then starts to do his like water elemental trudge thing that they do when they move and heads out over the uh, the the bridge and like weirdly drips through the planks and falls into the water. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. I'm gonna miss him. He was cute. I'll never forget that elemental. <laughs> Is there um, anything left on the body of our fun little death knight here? Uh, yeah. Roll an investigation check. Whatever it is, it's covered in blood. I promise. I rolled a nine. Okay. With a nine, you are able to see that he's got he's got on like heavy metal armor. Um. It's been ripped up a bit because you guys put axes and claws and things through it. He does have a long sword, um, but your investigation is pretty cursory and you don't find very much else. Okay. Now, now, fella and lady, I see a couple things here. Number one, I'm seeing some boiling blood that there is no, there's no doubt about it. There's no figuring this out. This blood is boiling. All right. So anything that we we thought might have been boiling blood, this one really, really, really is. So it's down to a simmer now since Ari put out the fire. I was thinking he was getting power from the mist and maybe taking the mist away would help. It didn't. Is the mist diminishing at all? It's beginning to. Okay. Well, either way, no matter what we had before, this is the thing the goblin was looking for back in, in, in the booty. Now, something struck me as kind of weird is this uh, this Death Knight looking guy. Now, he seems to be some kind of somewhat... Like, we made all kinds of noise through here and made rest and, you know, Ari blew a conk and 
ruined whatever magic that was in it. Anyway, this guy must have heard us coming. Maybe he's some kind of guardian, but he, he said that he was looking for something. What you reckon he was looking for? It occurs to you that you say this out loud into this cave, and you can barely hear yourself talking over the loud sound of the water crashing through the room just to yourself. It wasn't until we got to the uh, mouth of the side cave that he knew we were coming. Um, I'd like to look around and see if he's got any notepads, notebooks, or anything around where he might have been taking notes. Because he did say he was looking for some kind of, was it a blood gem or uh, some kind of gem he was looking for? A stone? Uh, He said something to that effect, yeah. Roll a perception check to see if you see any other equipment. And I'm going to kick down these urns no matter what. Eight. Yeah, I mean, the the cauldron in front of you is obvious, but you look around and you don't see any other accoutrement. Butch, you're romping around, breaking stuff. You, I mean, you successfully do that. I'm going to go ahead and take a vial of this blood, since I still have two vials left from the perfume. Okay. Hey, hey, little buddy, I say to the glowing orb. Hey, little buddy, do you reckon you could show us where this, uh... With this other orb, this this blood-looking thing might be. You get no response. I didn't expect to, but oh, don't worry. I figured it was worth a try. Is there anything in the blood bowl? Like I know I just took some out of it, but like, is it a shallow bowl, deep bowl? Can I see the bottom of it? Um, it's it's. When I say cauldron, I hope I I wonder that. <laughs> When I say cauldron, I don't mean to imply that it's like uh, double double toil and trouble, like three witches standing around a massive thing. It's actually Harry Potter potions class where it's like one person in front of one pot that's like a large kitchen pot, but not much bigger than that. We're talking like that size. And no, it's 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 a soupy, thick red liquid that you're a little disgusted to vial up, but you do it because you've you're like, I got to tough my way through this because even though this is gross um, and you you do that. You gain a sample. You mark it as such. Like, this is where we got this one, and you know where you got each of them, so you're you're good on that. Is there anything odd about the Kraken statue? After we had the statue with the elemental, I'm wondering if there's any, like, grooves or anything that can move the statue. Uh, roll a perception check. I feel like this guy... Oh, I did the wrong one. Don't ignore that. That's performance. That's not going to help. I rolled a 20. So you did performance, and you did persuasion. Let's go ahead and get perception. <laughs> nope. Okay, okay. We're going to just change all this. Okay, I'm rolling perception. And I got a seven. Okay. Um, with a seven, it's a big old stone statue. It's weathered. It looks like it's been here for a long time. Um, hazarding a guess, you're not sure if it has anything to do with what he was doing, but also you're not able to intuit... Uh, why it might have been here in the first place. This guy, this Death Knight guy, looked like he'd been here a minute. We hadn't Mm -hmm. run into him in any other way. He would have had to come through the same kind of area we did. It's almost like he was some kind of guardian. I'm just going to say it again. He was looking for something. But when you watch, you know, Indiana Jones movies, this guy's going to be a guardian, right? And he's looking for something. What the heck was... 
Uh, he's looking for he's a looking stone. for something. I don't think he's a guardian here. This place has been abandoned for some time. He took advantage of this place. You think back, Falcus. You th- you think back to when you first walked into the room, and when he turned and said to you, "What he actually said was, you're just in time. I needed more work. Or I needed more blood to try to find the shard." You consider that for a moment, and you wonder if him being here, um, this cauldron of blood that he was working with before he approached you, he may have been experimenting on something. He may have been attempting a ritual of some kind. He may have been doing something, sure, in search of something, but like you, it appears that you had interrupted him on some sort of work that he was doing. Um, and it's it's not clear exactly what it was he was looking for, but you're you're it's the re- the most of the rest of that seems like it is apparent. I mean, if he was looking for something, can we? F- I mean, I guess we would have to finish off his work to try to do that. And but I'm not about ready to start messing with blood magic. No, thank you. You're not trying to multi-class into blood death knight. No. <laughs> Not yeah, my no, I, cup of tea. Why don't I second we start that. up this fire again and use this spice bag? I mean, I, I can if you want me to start the fire. <laughs> he was doing something for the fire. He was looking for some kind of blood thing. I mean, we can put his body in the pot. There's more blood if he actually had any I'm just blood in his like, body. Snap my fingers towards the fire and it's just back on now. That happens. And whatever they decide to do, if we're throwing zombies or, or things in pots, then so be it. Well, the first thing I do is grab a little spice. I'm not sure what's going to come out of the bag. Because I'm not thinking of anything, but I'm like, what's what's missing in this concoction? And I grab a, you know... Uh, a big pinch of whatever's in that bag and sprinkle it onto the uh, onto the blood. Okay. Um, your mind is sort of slowly wading through what could this possibly be, and you just keep sort of landing on the blood red color. So you grab a pinch of red pepper flakes and sprinkle <laughs> them in, and there's no discernible effect. All right. I mean, if Oh, God. You're beginning to think that you may not have the blood magic expertise to figure this <laughs> out just on face value. What if I were to grab one of the legs of the DK <laughs> and just hold and it up? It. And I, I ain't drinking no blood, but I, but I bet there's plenty to drip in this pot. <laughs> I, I was thinking the very gruesome task of draining his blood by hoisting him over the pot upside down like they do deers and slicing its throat. We're going to have to put like a uh, a content warning on the front of this one. <laughs> but uh, I'm not going to, I don't want to mess around with, I mean, uh, I, being the hunter that I am, I've done it before to clean carcasses and, and prepare food, but uh, I don't really want to mess with this. I mean, for all we know, there's nothing really here, and this guy was mistaken. 
Knowing what I little I do about magic, I feel like just draining the blood isn't going to be enough. I mean, we can do it. I will gladly hold a leg while we do this, <laughs> but I think that there's more to it than putting blood in this pot. I feel like we need to have a spell or an idea of what we should be like manifesting. Now, if you guys want to, like, I'll, I'll walk over to him and get ready to pick up a leg, I guess. You know, this is going to uh, start heading towards the cave tunnel and making my way out of here. <laughs> and I, I, I turn to the orb, which is not sentient at all, but I, it, it seems to be someone nice, something nice to talk to. And I said, and I say, what if elf blood? What? You think elf blood would have anything to do with this little buddy? <laughs> we put some elf blood in here. The elf walks through the cavern as Butch tries to rubber ducky solution this problem. What is Ari doing? I'm going to drop the legs. I had picked it up seeing Falkus <laughs> run away and just be like, guess we're not doing this a, then. You got a leg. Um, <laughs> I was ready to go. If you guys wanted to do this, I'm going to go ahead and put the fire out again just because I don't like the mist, like, misting everywhere. I feel like it's bad, like, juju um, or voodoo or whatever. And I'm going to go out the this way. Having seen Butch manage to get across the bridge, I feel like I will have better luck across the bridge. Okay. Um, because we're, like through with the technically i suppose i should make you guys like roll saves for crossing everything again um but it doesn't seem interesting to be complete with the dungeon and then wash you guys out the sea to kill you it just seems so anticlimactic to do that so we can say that having understood the nature of these hazards you guys are able to find your way across them much more easily than you did the first time um at this point you feel relatively confident that you have checked out everywhere there is to look in this area um, the only place that you haven't gone over with a fine tooth comb is the garden out front, but your orders were to explore the keep and you've done so. So if you'd like to, you can now make your way back to the entrance so that you can rowboat your way back to the ship, or you can spend some more time in the keep if there was anything else that you wanted to do. It is starting to get late in the day. So if you wanted to set up camp here in the keep, which you know is now relatively free of monsters, unless there's anything still outside. Um, you can do that um, and spend the rest of your day sort of contemplating what could have been going on here and why that was happening. And then the sun goes down and you set up camp for the night and we do a long rest. If that's how you guys want to play it out. Yeah. I like that option. Um, I'm going to go set myself up in the races admirals quarters and enjoy <laughs> that's that. That's what big, I was thinking. Bag. I called dibs on the bed. Oh. Dibs. I got first. Oh. I'm, I'm yeah, ready ahead of you. No, you can have the bed. It's fine. Oh, nasty bed. Some bed bugs. And that bear <laughs> rug. But yeah, this is a good I'll place, Zenny. Um, you want to press digitate a nice little fire to keep us warm, honey? Perfect. We'll make a little campfire. We found some wood from the things we've destroyed, and we'll have a little campfire. We get a long rest, which I'm grateful for, because I am out of everything. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, you guys can do... Uh, so when you get your long rest, you should get half of your uh, hit dice back. You should get all of your class abilities back. You should get all of your hit points back. And 
the next time that we start, we're going to make our way back to the ship, um, if that's the direction that you guys choose to take this, um, to figure out, you know, what is going to go on there with Billy and with the crew and everything else. Um, the next time that we get together to play, you guys will be at level four. Focus, awesome. you get some things at four, don't you? I get my fighter subclass. Yes. Nice. I have a question about the rug fight that we did. And it doesn't yep. matter now because we've made it through everything. So when we did that fight, Butch pulled me out of the rug. And then the water elemental came in and I still took damage from the water elemental. But Butch pulled Falcus out of the rug and the water elemental came in and he didn't take damage. So I don't know if I shouldn't have taken damage or Falcus should have taken damage. It doesn't matter now, but it hit me when we were in the middle of the other fight. I'm like, why is my health point so low? Mm-hmm. I'm like, a, por- huh. a portion of that is my fault. Um, okay. It's uh, the way that it should have worked is when Butch came in and did his check to pull you out. That should have been releasing you. Um, okay. But the 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 action that was called for was a grapple, um, and I interpreted okay. that as being I hold it so that it doesn't move, <laughs> which is how grappling typically works in D anD. d And then we did the water elementals turn, um, and then when it was like, oh no, what I wanted to do was this. I oh okay, I misunderstood. Um, let's you know rehat like figure yeah, out the way that's... it works and then like but it was so it was a, a great deal of it was was my misunderstanding but um yeah what the order that it should have landed in was you are re- like taken out of the rug first and then it hits i agree with you okay and then again we survived so it's fine because it hit me in the middle i'm like i'm not gonna hash this out right now we're fine but i'm like i do want to ask what yeah, no, it's a good. Should have happened. It's a good. It's a good call. Um, it's it was me trying to keep everything straight in my head, and it's hard to go back in time and fix things and then come forward no, that's in time okay. again. It's just my brain is bad at that. The keep is cleared, and our heroes can rest. This island was full of creatures with unusual blood-fueled powers, and a blood death knight performing a ritual or experiment in the caves. What does it all mean? Will the party discover what he was seeking? Tomorrow morning, they'll head back to the Sanguine Spear. Can our heroes solve the pirate threat while they work out the mystery of the strange blood phenomenon? We'll have to wait until next week to find out when we queue up for more heroic dungeons. And dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic DND, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.